Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go. Live in Los Angeles, it's The Herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, thanks for making us on this Wednesday part of your day. We have some breaking news. Things are happening. This is one of my favorite times and least favorite times. People lose jobs. That's bad, obviously. New people, new opportunities. Jim Harbaugh, Dan Quinn, Ben Johnson. So a lot of moving and shaking right now in Chicago. Not wasting any time. Uh, Carolina midseason, Raiders midseason, Washington, Atlanta Monday. Uh, now we got Chicago making a move with their coach, and they're staying with their coach, J Mac. I, I, I think this is a great, great opportunity for an offensive coordinator, right? E- Eberflus doesn't have any power there. And you got a star quarterback coming from the draft. This is a great job opening, Colin. All right. The Bears have decided the coach for now is staying, Matt Eberflus. Um, he's going to return. They fired the OC. They fired the quarterback coach. Chicago does not do offense well. Historically, they can be pretty good defensively, and the Bears' defense did play well down the stretch. Uh, I'd move on from both, but if I have to keep one, probably be the coach because coaches don't have salary caps, right? So what does that mean for Justin Fields? That doesn't mean anything necessarily doesn't mean Eberflus loves him it means Eberflus was given a choice you're fired or clean out your offensive staff my guess he gets one more year but it'll be with Caleb Williams with almost any other NFL franchise I could with a high degree of certainty predict what's going to happen over the next few months uh, but I can't with the Chicago Bears they butcher offense they butcher quarterbacks they they can't get anything right um 
Caleb Williams, think about it in the simplest terms. If Caleb Williams is not better than Justin Fields at all, and he is, but if he's not, in fact, if Caleb Williams in his first 38 starts goes 10 and 28 like Justin Fields, misses 11 games due to injuries like Justin Fields, finishes last place like Justin Fields, if he's not an one iota better, you still obviously draft him to restart the salary clock. It's a no-brainer for everybody in the world not called the Chicago Bears. And Caleb Williams, according to every scout I know, is a much better prospect, a much, much better thrower of the football. With USC's middling talent, they led the nation the last two years in offense. They don't have Ohio State's offensive talent. They don't have Washington's or Oregon's. They have one good receiver last two years, Jordan Addison. He left this year. They still have the nation in offense with Caleb Williams. But if he wasn't better than Justin Fields at all, and if you could project he's going to go 10 and 28, you'd still draft him for the salary cap. Again, this is really easy for the next several months. Draft Caleb Williams, right? Uh, trade Justin Fields, get a second-round pick. And then try to move down with a number nine pick, though that's easier said than done. I'm not a big Eberflus fan. Wrong side of the ball, don't think he's great. But coaches don't have salary caps, right? So I can give him one more year. I start giving Justin Fields, who misses games, who doesn't win, one more year. Now i got to make another decision, and next year's quarterback class is not as good as this year's, where you could have two or three stars, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, who knows about Bo Nix, Michael Penix. So, um, listen, the Chicago Bears and offense go together like tuna fish and ice cream, right? Like, I like offense, and I like the Bears, but I and I like tuna fish, and I like ice cream. None go together. To, to really double down, triple down, quadruple down on this, Two Bears offensive coordinators, two in the last 25 years, have lasted more than two years. John Shoup and Ron Turner, the next offensive coordinator, this is not a misprint, will be their 13th OC in 26 seasons. They just don't know offense. They're still honoring defensive greats from 85. So the Chicago Bears, of course, butchered Justin Fields' first team. Of course they'll retain their defensive head coach. Of course they're firing their offensive coordinator and quarterback's coach. I would have moved off both. They're keeping one. Don't make a mistake and keep two. Justin Fields has value. But if he's... And Caleb Williams, if they're even. If they're even, and I don't think they are. You draft Caleb Williams. Just for the salary cap availabilities so they're making moves chicago's always making moves all right so the lakers last night beat toronto 132 131 and um you know listen uh, uh we got conspiracy theories everywhere in the world now politics sports vaccines it's just a loser's paradise i got no interest with conspiracy theories i know your favorite podcaster does them and maybe your favorite new york quarterback does them i'm not a conspiracy theory jockey it's not my thing i think mostly i follow science i follow rules i follow laws i don't see now that doesn't mean historically there haven't been a few that have hit but, uh, you know, I can hit a full-court shot in basketball once in my lifetime, too. But um, the, the Toronto coach, 
uh, Darko Rykovich, is absolutely certain something was fishy last night with the officiating. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in, in the fourth quarter. I, all, I understand uh, respect for all stars and all of that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get, get uh, to, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. How is that possible? How are you going to explain that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Oh, boy. I'm going to pick this apart. Now, there was a late-game charge... Anthony Davis flopped. I didn't love that call. It negates a three-pointer by the Raptors. I didn't like that call, but it's the NBA. Flops still work. They're trying to outlaw them. They still work. I didn't love this call. Boo-hoo. I didn't love every call Michigan-Washington. I didn't love every call in the NFL last weekend. It's pro sports. But let's, let's dismantle this silly argument. Ten of the 11 Laker free throws in the fourth quarter were in the last 30 seconds as the Raptors had to foul. The Lakers also lead the NBA in free throw differential this year and last year. Why don't they foul? Because Anthony Davis is the NBA's arguably NBA's best defensive player. He didn't foul out in New Orleans. He didn't foul out in Los Angeles. Anthony Davis is an unbelievable defender. I think he's the best in the NBA, and he is very disciplined. He doesn't foul. By the way, LeBron doesn't foul out. Either did MJ. Either did Kobe. The greats don't foul out. Right? LeBron, when he wants to play defense, occasionally he doesn't commit a lot of fouls. So your two stars don't commit him. Also, also, Scotty Barnes doesn't draw fouls outside of the top 50. He's not a top 10 player in the NBA. He's a good player. He doesn't draw fouls. Also, what teams, what teams draw fouls? Teams that score closer to the rim. The Lakers do not shoot a lot of threes. <laughs> they don't. Why? Because they don't have a lot of good three-point shooters. So Anthony Davis doesn't foul a lot. Lakers or Pelicans. He's fouled out one time in six years. LeBron doesn't foul a lot. Every metric, every data point, every reality is on the Lakers' side. Scotty Barnes doesn't draw a lot of fouls. I didn't like the off-ball charge. That was a bad call. Not bad. It was just it was a go-either-way call. I didn't love it. I didn't love every call Michigan-Washington, Texas-Washington, Michigan-Bama. That's sports. Not everything's a conspiracy theory. The metrics tell you Scotty Barnes doesn't draw fouls. The Lakers don't foul. The Lakers don't shoot threes because they don't have good three-point shooters, so they score closer to the rim, meaning the Lakers get to the free-throw line a lot. The more you shoot threes, generally, the, f uh, the fewer free throw attempts you get. I thought it was wildly entertaining after the game. I mean, if he's going to get fined, like, through the roof and should. But this is, the this is what you get now. Like, well, the president said if you take the vaccine, you can't get COVID. That was a mistake by the president. He didn't know like a lot of people didn't know. You can take the vaccine and you can get COVID. It does, however, help you in most cases, especially if you were overweight or older. 
So you can pick little parts of things and say, it's a conspiracy. People make mistakes. Presidents make them. Doctors make them. Officials make them. Teams make them. GMs make them. We all make mistakes. Doesn't mean there's some vast conspiracy theory. The Lakers have the best foul differential in the league. Well, that's because that's because they don't shoot threes. And they score close to the rim. And they do some bully ball. They're a big, powerful team. A lot of bully ball. And they don't shoot threes. Well, Scotty Barnes doesn't draw fouls. He's outside of the top 50. Well, LeBron never gets called for a foul. How many times did MJ foul out? Wilt. <laughs> Kareem. Kobe. LeBron. Steph. They don't. Stars get the whistle. Just because a referee makes a mistake or it's a call that doesn't go your way. And I didn't like it. I don't like the flopping stuff. I've always understood flopping. D. Wade was great. There's an art to it. I don't think it makes you less of a man, uh, less alpha. I think there's an art to basketball. I really, Of all the sports, it's got the most artistic flair. It's an open canvas. Every player's jumper looks different. Every player has their own stylistic aesthetic. It's optics. Basketball is very unique. Football, there's one way to tackle. <laughs> you know, most, most quarterbacks throw the same way, same mechanics. But one bad call doesn't mean the league is favoring the Lakers. The league is always leaned into the stars. Kevin Durant doesn't foul out. LeBron doesn't. Michael didn't. Kobe didn't. Wilt didn't. Jabbar didn't. Russell didn't. That's just the way it is. You let the, the stars get the whistle. So there you go. The Bears are doing Bears things. And when people lose to the Lakers... They're doing coach things, blaming the NBA. And you don't have to love the NBA, but when's the last time you watched the game and thought it was perfectly officiated? College football, college basketball, which you watch a lot of, NBA, NFL. Last game you watched that you thought was perfectly officiated. And 10 of the 11 free throws the Lakers had in the fourth were all in the last 30 seconds when the Raptors had to foul to get back into it. First of all, props to this guy who I, I'm not familiar with the Raptors coach. I'm not familiar with him, but yeah. that was an epic rant. <laughs> and Colin, 23 free throw attempts to two. Like, uh, listen, if it were 28 to eight or 23 to eight, some a little closer. 23 to two. You, is you do get the damn Raptors. Bad. The know, Raptors uh, yeah. are not good. Yeah. The Lakers are better. Well, ticky tack so stuff. The Lakers have better players, and better players get a step on poorer players, and they draw more fouls. The good players usually beating the bad player. The bad player or average player has to foul. I told you this years ago. You guys will all laugh at this. I used to make eight bucks officiating all through college. That's right, intramurals, right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't have any money, and I took it totally seriously. I ended up refereeing in the championship game a couple years. I took it seriously. I needed eight bucks. Parents were divorced. I needed eight bucks. And so every night I'd go out, you know, I wasn't doing homework, so I'd go out and do three or four games. And it was mostly the athletes on the campus, our football players, basketball players. A few of the football guys went to the NFL, Ed Simmons, left tackle. Uh, a few of our basketball players, you know, were, were like CBA-level good players. Oh. So it was a lot of athletes in intramurals, a lot, or at least good high school athletes. And I learned something in officiating. And I learned it after one or two games, and I took it very seriously, is that the better athletes get the calls... Because the better athletes always beats the lesser athlete off the dribble. So the lesser at and the better athlete mm. can figure out the lesser athlete's moves so he more often draws the foul. The better athletes put themselves in position over the course of a game to foul less. It's not just the I found myself always giving the better athletes the call. And I'm and I would think, you know, me and my theories, I'm like, I don't understand. Well, because the better athletes are always a step faster, a step quicker. 
the average athletes, the average players are a step slower, less twitchy, and they foul more. The great players have never fouled out in the NBA. I'm not going to argue with a former intramural referee over here. So uh, <laughs> listen, I'll let you. I'll let it fly. For the record, I love doing okay. that, and I I literally. Uh, yeah, I, I was you know, to... my first job when I was like 12 years old was refereeing soccer. My parents would drive me to games and I would be the ref. I got I... yelled at sometimes. Yeah, but no, I got listen, yelled at I, all the I, time. Needed get, I needed to get my Jordans when I was a kid. You know, <laughs> I needed to pay for them. So, so yeah. all right, we got all sorts of stuff. The Denver Broncos situation's interesting. Uh, Tua gets ready to play in the coldest game in NFL history. There's more news on Belichick. The NFL draft order that the Jets screw themselves by beating New England. We'll talk about about that today. Had a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app real quick. New users, the code is HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download. Now for my parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus four and a half. That's not the best number, but I think the Dolphins are a bit of an injury-plagued mess in zero degrees at Kansas City. Take the Chiefs. Listen, I don't think the Steelers can beat the Bills. Mike Tomlin, though, is a great underdog coach. Bad, cold, windy weather. I think 10's too many points to give up. I'd take Pittsburgh as the side. And yeah, 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 I'll take the Rams. Plus three at Detroit. Head coach, quarterback advantages. Lions a bit banged up physically. You want to take the herd, parlay. Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Download it quick. New users, the code is herd. H-E-R-D. Download the app. Takes 90 seconds. New users, code is herd when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 90 seconds, all it takes. Use the code HERD. New customers bet five. That's it. Five bucks and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code heard only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 
All right, breaking news. It is being reported. Uh, Tom Pelissero, Pete Carroll out as the Seattle Seahawks head coach. So Ron Rivera, defensive coach, out. Mike Frabel, defensive coach, out. Pete Carroll, defensive coach, out. Brandon Staley, defensive coach, out. Bill Belichick, defensive legend, probably out. Uh, we've been talking about this. I think Pete's a really good coach. Great energy, great detail. Why? Why? Is the offensive line under Pete for a decade there been an issue? These defensive coaches, stroke, they, they have drafted that O-line very well. Secondly, the defense wasn't good. It got bad. And so, like, they've got personnel. Seattle does not have a lot of holes. Good corners, good weapons, good tackles, excellent running backs. I think they underachieved. Sean McVay, in a rebuilding year, beat him twice. Seattle has a better roster than the Rams. Absolutely. They only have Aaron Donald and a bunch of kids. Ernest Jones pretty good. So I think you start looking at it, and again, I think Pete's got great energy. There are reports. Ian Rappaport says, don't be shocked if he stays in the organization upstairs. Um, they're saying Dan Quinn would be considered uh, to be a head coach. But again, Dan Quinn is a defensive coach. His only success in the NFL was based on... Kyle Shanahan being his coordinator. Before him and after him, he wasn't elite. He was kind of sputtering around. So I, I tend to think Ben Johnson is one of the better candidates. Jim Harbaugh, offensive-leaning guys. But we have a we – I've been on this for three years now. Somebody's listening. Rivera, Belichick, Pete, Vrabel, Staley. Now, that doesn't mean – and Tomlin gets a lot of heat in Pittsburgh. That doesn't mean if a defensive coach has a star quarterback, Josh Allen – Lamar Jackson, you can't win a Super Bowl. That's not it. But one of the things I've struggled with, Pete's insistence that Geno Smith was good enough. Shanahan moved off Garoppolo. McVay moved off Goff, and they got to Super Bowls. Geno's not going to sniff a Super Bowl. Defensive coaches, we said before the season, is Ron Rivera going to stay with Sam Howell? What? My contention is defensive coaches, their mindset is you win with a run game, defense, and very few mistakes. And my takeaway is Josh Allen had three turnovers against Miami. They won. That is old line thinking. Matt Stafford throws picks. Josh Allen throws picks. Mahomes makes mistakes. You got to score. The league has changed. The world's changed. I think Pete's a really good coach. I think he's a coaching legend. He's a Jimmy Johnson Two Super Bowls. Pete, uh, you get Hall of Fame votes. He's a very, very good coach. But I do think the world is changing, and defensive coaches do not do as well, sensing the urgency at quarterback, developing quarterbacks, improving O-lines. What Sean McVay has done with the Rams O-line is nothing short of remarkable by simply drafting a guard. The Rams upgraded guards. That offensive line's top 10 in the league, according to PFF. Top 10, top 11. Seattle's is 30th, and they've drafted elite tackles. So I just, I think defensive coaches, sometimes you're in a business, and the business gets real tacky, or it gets real young, or it gets real unique, and you're not ready for it. And nobody's saying that, I think Vrabel's a great coach. I think Pete's a great coach. I think Belichick's a legend. But the culture has changed. You have to get O-line play. You have to get quarterback play. Now, Pete's not tone-deaf to it. I think Belichick is. I don't think Vrabel's tone-deaf to offense. I just don't think he has any feel for it. I don't think Pete's tone-deaf to offense. I don't think he has a great feel for it.
Pete, um, the Seahawks have made it official. They're moving on from Pete Carroll. Again, I think he gets Hall of Fame votes. Uh, he's got great energy. He's got great knowledge. He's excellent with detail. I think he's, an, he's like Jimmy Johnson, very good with personnel most of the time. There's a lot to say about Pete I like. Uh, amicably agreed to part ways. He'll remain, said the Seahawks, with the team as an advisor. So they're going to pay him seven figures to stick around. Yeah, or, or let his contract, you know, though, Pete's, I would love to have Pete in the building. By the way, the University of Washington, Chris Peterson stepped down as coach. They kept him in the building because they're like, Chris Peterson's super smart. We want his eyes and the ears in the building. So the Huskies have had success taking this brilliant coach, just keeping him in the athletic department. He works at Fox. I'd love to have Pete in the building. I want Pete's eyes and ears and experience. I think he's a great coach. But there are different times in life. I think Seattle's roster is really good. Let's bring somebody on who saw the Seahawks roster multiple times this year. Mark Sanchez, Fox Sports analyst, 10 years in the NFL. I mean, God, you've had Chip Kelly, Sark, Lane Kiffin, Jason Garrett, Pete Carroll. You've had a lot of offensive guys. It, it, I, I said this before. Sometimes an industry changes, and you, you wake up one morning and you're like, uh, the league is now basically 12 or 14 teams now, offensive coach. Sure. You can win as a defensive coach, but there is, they do speak a different language. You're off, Chip Kelly speaks a different language than Pete, right? Correct. Um, I, I'm just kind of shocked at the news because it came on as we we're walking up here, but I guess we called his last game. You did? As a head coach, at least for now. Who did you yeah. have last week? We had, uh, we had the Seahawks at Arizona. By so the way, a, good game. That was, oh, it was a great game. Um, but that one, I don't know. It just really shocked me. I, I, I totally understand keeping him around. I just don't. I've never seen him in a role where he wasn't the guy. in charge. Yeah, I, I don't know. How much did you I'm deal curious with what him? that even looks like, you know? When you were at USC. And he was so involved. Even with the, with the offense, too. Like, he was the most involved defensive guy that I've ever been around. Um, That's what Greg Olson Another one. Me. Yeah, like, he, he's... he's um, so well versed in it, he he um, grew up in that whole like uh, Bill Walsh system. Being around that coaching staff, understanding that was an offensive driven uh, program, and to be a defensive guy on a staff like that, you just glean so much information and knowledge from that experience. Um, you know, another guy I think is pretty well versed in offense stuff was like like a Raheem Morris when he talks about it, like he's coached offense, coached defense, yeah. coached wide receivers. You know, when you get guys that have had that kind of experience both sides of the football or a guy with really good special teams experience and defense and offense. You know what I mean? You just get a well-rounded person that can help in a number of situations. And so that's always, you know, the knowledge is power there. Look, at, it's, it's really crazy. You know this. Sometimes um, you have a year when there's not a lot of great candidates. Right. Right now, right. right now we just like the draft, you know? Sometimes the draft's like a little thin, you're like, ooh. Last year's draft yeah. was thin. This year the people I talked to are like, this is yeah. the best draft in like five sure, years. Sure, sure. Like it goes through waves, you know? And so we have Pete Carroll, Mike Frabel, Belichick, Ben Johnson, Dan Quinn. This is a pretty good I mean, year. there's some serious candidates there. The one you know who I'm actually shocked at who has an incredible winning percentage because I went through and just started going through um coaches and availability and all that, because I figured we would talk about that some. Uh is Jason Garrett. I knew you were going to say that. I, but like, <laughs> I, I, it. I was like, wait, I, he does great on TV. He's doing his thing with NBC and, and kicking yeah. butt on Sunday night or whatever. And he's going to call a playoff game, I think, this weekend. So I was just like, that's Won a weird. lot of games. Won a ton of games. 
And he did it in Dallas with, I mean, you see what Coach Mike McCarthy's dealing with, having to deal with comments every week. The owner does three press conferences a week. I mean, you're fighting a war on two fronts there. You know, you got the media issues, and then, you know, the, you get a lot of stuff being a Dallas Cowboy, and the star has a lot of power, and you know, comes with a lot of juice and you, yeah. you get some cool stuff. So you can't complain about the media side if you're getting all those benefits of being a Dallas Cowboy. But at the same time, it's a lot to deal with as a head coach. So I, I'm just shocked because he's got an incredible winning percentage compared to some of these other names that I'm seeing. So I don't yeah. know. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. So I want to talk. Um, it's amazing to watch. And this is young people improve. I mean, when you have kids. The difference between a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. Mm -hmm. I mean, my son went through a biting stage, a licking <laughs> stage. I mean, it's crazy. And as your kids get, and then all of a sudden they hit like 24, and you kind of get what you get. Okay. But they're a big, so in I'm taking notes. I got a seven-year-old. Oh, yeah. Believe me. You'll go through stages. <laughs> with boys, be very tolerant yeah, early. Exactly. Um, but with quarterbacks and players, especially quarterbacks, because you ask so much cognitively of them, physically, emotionally, there are big leaps. Now, C.J. Stroud, Joe Burrow, rarely. You walk in and you're like, oh, good boy, this is wow. really good. Wow, yes. Jordan Love, October 1st to December 1st, is like a completely different player. Matt LaFleur was bagging on him at the podium after games. <laughs> so he goes into Dallas, and my takeaway is, that is what a live underdog looks like. House money, weapons everywhere, mm -hmm. lively arm. Well, you know what's interesting is, one, the interceptions. He's cut down on interceptions and just hurting himself, right? right. The, the teams and quarterbacks and players that, that get right fast, that make that huge leap that you're mentioning, they figure out how to stop hurting themselves. It's just let's stop the bleeding first, and then we'll address our <laughs> issues. You know what I mean? Sure. Let's, let's handle what's most important, taking care of the football. Okay. Now, oh, by the way, we're going to get extra plays because we take care of the football. Instead of throwing interceptions on first and second down, now you get the third down to extend a drive, flip field position, kick a field goal. That changes the game. You win by one point. You know what I mean? Those things matter. So he started to figure that out. He really has. And then this young talent around him boy. finally started, you know, the Watsons, the, um, you know, Aaron Jones is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a huge factor for him. In the pass game, that gives him an outlet to eliminate some of those turnovers. Instead of forcing that one downfield, he knows he's going to get a profit by dumping it down to Aaron Jones. You know what I mean? So he's started to make that, you know, jump and take that next step, hit the next rung on the ladder. Now, I mean, I think if any team's primed to make an upset win here, I think it's Green it's, Bay. That's well, what a live underdog here, looks like. Here's what this is interesting too, because everybody said, "Oh, Dallas is, uh, you know, they're so tough at home." Throw up their home game schedule. We, I think we have a graphic on it. Who did they beat? See, who did Seattle? They beat their division at home. Uh, okay, the Eagles statement win. Rams now looks good. When Stafford, Stafford got, got hurt, hurt, yeah, Stafford got hurt, and he threw a pick six in the first quarter. Didn't play great. I guess the Jets and Giants. Like, and Patriots at home? You better beat those guys. They're at bottom of the league. So, okay, I'm not like a Cowboy hater. I'm not like an over-the-top Cowboy fan, but I'm just trying to be reasonable here. Well, they beat a lot of bad quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. And this team is hot coming in there, plus all the stuff going on with the owner and the coach right now. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> that's like, I got sirens and red, you know, fire alarm going off. Like, oh, boy. That's, that's a big one. Okay. So I also think... 
Rams Lions is about as good. Oh, I love that. that love Jay, the matchup. There's a million so good. things I so, love. Such good story. You lines. have the hyper aggressive, bordering on reckless coach, and then you've got the hyper uh, optimistic energy guy who likes to take chances. I, I see, and secondaries, by the way, I don't trust either. So yeah. this guy's a lot of, so you have some video on this. Oh, this is going to be good. So here's what I appreciate is their offensive attack on both sides, whether it's Ben Johnson or McVay. Um, I think they do a great job of setting the quarterback up for success, whether it's formation-wise, scheme-wise. Uh, you're going to see a little quick count where the center goes up, uh, identifies one player on defense, gives them like a catch-all protection. Basically, we're going to slide everything out. Don't worry about anything, Jared Goff. We got you, and I'm going to touch the ball and snap it to you fast on a third and 10 when you're going to get disguised defense. So to catch them off guard, McVay uses empty formation and motion a ton. So I, I just feel like these coordinators are putting quarterbacks who can really process well and handle all the information and make the correct, accurate throw in really good position. So watch this golf one. It's pretty cool. We did the three-level vertical one a couple yeah. weeks ago with Lamar Jackson. This is the same type of play, but watch. The center's just going to point out one guy, everybody sliding to the right. We used to call this Archie protection. Basically, the back and the tight end are going to block on the left and the C and D gaps, and then everybody else, everything else is just going to get wadded out. So when that happens, a lot of times, the quarterback's going to have to move. And this is beautiful pocket movement. Over one, up one, to see the whole picture, the three-level vertical. He wants to throw this ball to Amon Ross St. Brown on the out on third and 10. They get disguised. Boom, the corner gets pinned down by Amon Ross St. Brown because he, he has so much respect for him. So this is the high angle seven corner route, the back pylon route that gets thrown maybe twice a year. And that guy basically is on a bus ticket, meaning get the heck out of the way, clear it out for your buddy. <laughs> You're running it for love of the game. But the way he cuts that ball loose as the corner's getting pinned down is Awesome. Watch how fast this ball gets out. Over one, up one ball. No extra bounce. He's not even looking at the high angle corner that he throws. He is locked in on that corner, and as soon as he pins down, ball is you know out funny. to the pylon without even going to find Williams. Does that make sense? Yeah. So he's seeing the whole thing and knows where the guys are going to be. That's the anticipation. Amaron St. Brown pirouettes. He didn't really need to. Exactly. That was a great like, throw. Uh, it's, um, oh, it ends up being a... Uh, Williams, I oh, think. Williams, Jensen Williams, bad. the my Alabama bad. kid. But he's on the high angle, and Amon Ra keeps the corner there, who's supposed to be in the deep third covering that. They get caught in their disguise because of the quick count on third and 10, and this is how it opens up. And the way this play develops is just perfect. And then he puts, he, he punctuates the sentence with an exclamation okay. point. You know what I mean? And yeah. that, is, that is awesome quarterback play right there. The next one with Stafford is money, too, because they, you know, he does. He makes a great catch. Okay. But they're an empty formation. You're going to get a defense that likes to disguise, likes to play man-to-man. -man. So spread everybody out. Let the quarterback see the whole picture. Who's going to cover this back? What, what's the plan here with these three defenders? Who's going, to, who's going to get him? They bring one, drop one. That's the in vogue kind of uh, fake pressure. It's a simulated pressure. Bring one and drop one. So you're really only getting a four-man rush. He feels this robber coming down, and this shallow cross route, He's seeing the whole picture and letting it develop without focusing on one defender or one player. He's seeing it all happen at once. And this feet in cement, arm angle, are you kidding me with Stafford? <laughs> and not only does he hit it, look at the ball. I mean, the ball's like going to be below his shoulder, sidearm Rich Gannon, side slinger style. Unbelievable. But then to hit it in stride, Puka doesn't even break stride. So that's the difference 
with these That's a Brady throw in quarter- stride. Watch him. Watch him. He does not slow down at all. He looks, it looks like a simulation, like he's on a track. You know what I mean? <laughs> you see this happen with younger quarterbacks, and the guy has to stop, boom, and then he gets clobbered, or the guy, defender gets a hand on the ball, and it's just a little bit late. We're talking an inch, six inches behind the guy, and it's a problem. But Stafford, to, to feel this read on shallow cross, it, one of the initially old school it plays. gets jumbled up in my opinion. And, it's, and there's a huge void in the middle. This guy runs down. It looks like he's going to cut off your shallow cross, and he hangs for just a half second. To see the whole picture, his processing ability. This is so elite. This is like top end of the league, you know, borderline Hall of Famer stuff. Like this is that's where Stafford is at right now in his career with the physical ability when he's healthy, and then his mental processing is elite. Yeah. This is this is so good, and the arm angle stuff. Come on, man. That's that's crazy. By I love way, it, man. That fires me up. All right. By the way, Pete Carroll out in Seattle. We'll discuss this after we talked about it briefly. So Pete Carroll's going to stay in the organization. Pete Carroll out in Seattle. Let's talk about Philadelphia. So here's a team I like, like a lot of the personnel. They lose two, two great coordinators. The longer those guys are gone, the uglier it gets. You go into this game this weekend, it's like, that's a bad defense. Go to your playoff experience. Can you be scuffing it up in the last three weeks and flip a switch? I've seen March Madness teams do it. Sure. In the NFL, though, go. do you have to have a couple of games where you're like, fellas, I feel great about it? It, it just feels like there's like a little duct tape on everything over there. You know what I mean? They're kind of limping their way into the in playoffs. a lot of areas. And you want to be crescendoing into the playoffs. You want to be the Rams, like streaking at the right time. Um <sighs> The injury stuff, I think uh, Jalen Hurts has played hurt all year. And, you know, he's tough as nails, so he doesn't want to admit it. Two years. But you can tell, yeah, because of the shoulder last year, late in the year. Um, but he just doesn't look the same when he's running. He doesn't have that extra gear, like, and he's not, like, fighting for the extra yards like he used to, trying to avoid contact. Still, you know, an excellent player. And then we'll see what happens with A.J. Brown, too, the knee deal. Like, okay, how bad is that going to be? Is that going to what does that look like? Is he still our deep threat? Is he still our jump ball guy? Like, what's his role this game? Or is he more of a decoy? Like, that's a problem. Um, You know, they've had secondary issues. Ever since Avante Maddox went down in week one, that really, really... They moved off people in the offseason, too. That really, like, knocked them off course. Because he was... He fixed a lot of issues for them inside in pass coverage. Um, So, you know, it puts more pressure on the the D-line, which is supposed to be elite. And they've, they've played solid. Uh, they don't have the, you know, 19 sacks or whatever Hassan Reddick had last year. Not quite that year. So it's, you know, they just doesn't look the same. Uh, great team, but just limping into the playoffs a little bit. And that's never what you want. Not to say that they can't go on a run here. But, uh, you know, once again, prime, prime position for upset. Okay, warm weather quarterback initially, Mark Sanchez, went to New York, had some great games in cold weather. Tua goes on the road. We'll be back in a second with Mark to talk about that. When your business reaches a certain scale, challenges surface. You deserve a tailored solution, and that's netsuite.com slash herd. Download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist absolutely free. Mark's back in a second. The Herd. One more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Heard to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. 
Honestly, because this guy oh, is over-promising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called over-promise. You should be good at it because you've been over-promising women for years. Well, it's a Covino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Covino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also uncensored by the way so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder it's gonna be the best after show podcast of all time there you go over promising and remember you could see it on youtube but definitely join us listen to over promised with Cavino and rich on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 82-game preseason is in the books. It's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD. New customers bet five and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. 200. That's code HERD only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. So Mark Sanchez and I, Uh our perceptive Uh radar has honed in on the same feeling. Don't bring me down with you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to throw it out there. Is that Pete Carroll, the Seahawks are saying, hey, we'll keep him in the building. Pete's energy is insane. like a 42-year-old kid. Yeah. Pete's got a place in Hawaii. He's not going to retire. He goes there a month, three mo- weeks a year anyway. L.A. Chargers, Ooh. Pete Carroll. If Harbaugh chooses Washington, which I think is viable, John think, yeah. Baltimore, him Washington, number two pick. By the way, he recruits Drake May. He knows who can play. Pete goes, I know the L.A. market. Chargers cannot disappear in this city. They got the quarterback. They got everything. His problem in Seattle is the quarterback. The roster's fine. Pete's good with personnel. 
If you don't land Harbaugh, mm. then it's Vrabel or Pete. Let me tell you something. To this day, I walk around L.A. Pete is USC football. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's under those USC people, I've, I've had a hundred if asked me over the last five I'm just, years. I'm is just Pete curious. ever coming back here? Does he, yeah, does he want to rebuild something? That's not a rebuild job. They have a little bit of a cap issue on defense. Yeah, they got five guys with all the money. But, but I mean, quarterback, left tackle, weapon. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's an interesting I would absolutely call Pete. All right, call me Let's nuts. call him up. You have his number, I don't. PC, what up? I'm just saying, Pete Carroll is not, this is, the Chargers are not a rebuild. Washington's a rebuild. I got a quarterback, a left tackle, a weapon, and a pass rusher. That's not a rebuild. Who's your pass rusher? Bosa. Availability. He's got some, no, no, he's a little fragile. He is, but I'd move off Khalil and Derwin James. By the way, Pete looks at that job and goes, oh, they have the number, what do they have, the number five pick. You can either get Brock Bowers, another left tackle, or you can trade down. Pete loves draft picks. A tight end would be huge there. They need one. Gerald they need Everett, one. they need another one. Oh. I, got, mm. I got sidetracked. That's, I, I mean, I'm following you a little bit. I, I'm, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I like it. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm shocked by the news Pete, a little bit. And Just because you get Mike Vrabel's a good coach. Pete's a good coach. It is not an indictment of you after 10 years somewhere that it's like change of scenery is good. Yeah. Pete's the youngest 70-year-old guy I've ever seen in my life. He's, He's out surfing so in the north it's, side of Hawaii. It's incredible. He, it's he like nothing quit, like it. It's Energizer not an Bunny. act. It's unbelievable. It's really who he is. It's, it's pretty special. I think All you right. have to call him. At least kick the tires. Now, now Dan Quinn to Seattle is being reported. Pete, I see that. Pete's very close with Dan. Him and Gus Bradley, Pete. Dan Quinn, Gus Bradley, they're Pete, all buds. They started the Hawk three defense that took over the league for a while. You know the but, whole Legion but, of Boom, like that was their isn't, design. Isn't that a lateral move for Seattle? Go get Harbaugh. Go get an offensive guy. I don't well, think if Pete's sticking around, Harbaugh's not going to be there. They don't like each other. Those dudes aren't. <laughs> that ain't like what? No way. Okay, that just wouldn't work. All right. <laughs> Remember the battles at Stanford? Oh, Are you yeah. kidding me? One time Pete was on, yeah, well. Remember Pete said, what's your deal? Yeah. <laughs> They've had some, yeah. yeah. Well, Harbaugh's that ain't going to work. <laughs> Harbaugh's got battles with everybody. Uh, okay. Warm weather guy, go to the Jets. I actually, the two games that I remember with you, I remember you winning in Foxborough and weirdly in a foggy San Diego. But it is sure. interesting. There's cold and then there's two degrees. Like, yeah. So you tell me, Hawaii, Bama, Miami, Two degrees. Get your half millimeter wetsuit top. Does it? Is it? I'm that dead serious. We learned that from Kevin O'Connell because Brady used to do that. You'll, but Brady will be here next year. You can ask him. Ask him about the wetsuit top. You could tell on his sleeve there's like a thickness under the long. It's a wetsuit. It's literally a, a wetsuit for surfing or diving or something. But you wear like a half millimeter wetsuit underneath, and you stay so warm. And you did it. You, you have to bring a couple of them because you sweat so much. So during halftime, I'd switch it out. It was awesome. It worked. But they, I mean, I got to give credit to the, to the Jets equipment staff, too. They put, uh, they put my helmet, those things on the heated benches, yeah, yeah, the yeah. benches are heated, and they put, you can put your helmet on that little stand, yeah. and it blows out hot air to keep the inside of the helmet warm. Yeah. Well, they would put mine in a box. It almost looked like a microwave, and it was hot in the box, just this hot box. And they lined it with the inside of Ugg, Ugg boot fur. 
for the ears and then taped over the ears because <laughs> <laughs> I was a sissy from California. So it helped. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do with cold weather. Now how does the ball, how does the ball feel? Well, it's, it's hard. That's the problem. It's like a big block of ice. Um, but at a certain point, when it gets that cold, you're just like, okay, everybody's going to be miserable. Right. And it's not necessarily the game because you're so juiced up for the game. You're so excited. It's the side. It's the practice. Practice sucks because you, you can't move, you know, and the defense goes out there, does their rack of plays. By that time, you're frozen. There's no heat of benches at practice. Practice is the worst. I've worn a full spring suit, a spring wetsuit, like with the pants or the shorts that zip up. Yeah, yeah. That zips in the back yeah. for practice because it's so cold. Yeah. So, um, it, 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 but remember, remember they had those T-shirts last year? I wish it were colder when they went up to Buffalo. <laughs> we called that game, so I remember. Yeah, good but game. But I was like, yeah, it was a great game, but I don't, <laughs> I haven't seen those shirts anymore. <laughs> yeah. I the, thought that was pretty funny. So I do, um, I do think the Packers are, I don't even consider the Rams an underdog. That's a go-either-way game. I do I, think I of, agree. of all the, do okay, I'm going to talk about this. C.J. Stroud's a rookie. Now he's at home. But he is hosting a playoff game from January Joe Flacco. Go to your first playoff game. Mm -hmm. You were nervous. Is it yeah. different? Tell me how it's different. Um, so it's interesting. We played the Bengals in the last game at the old Giants Stadium, beat them, and then had to go to Cincinnati to play them the very next week. Both games were freezing cold. At Cincinnati, tight ball game. I, we only threw it like 15 times. We were like one of the best rushing teams in the league. Yeah, you were. So Thomas Jones, Sean Green, our offensive line, they're going to get a heavy dose of power, counter, dive, like we're just running right at you. Now the spots we did get to throw, we'd get some good good looks on, on uh, defense to throw because everybody's packed in the box. So we were efficient that game. Um, Dustin Keller had a huge uh, over route on like a naked off a of play action. And really, uh, he gets down to like, the goal line and Thomas Jones ends up punching it in, but we had an incredible plan and your mindset was block out the noise. Just get me through these. I actually got a hotel room because I lived like a half hour away from the facility when I lived in New Jersey. So I got a hotel room across the street from our facility during the playoffs just to be there because I knew I was going to be there longer and like I didn't want to look back after a game and get sent home and be like man if I could have just stayed one more hour or if I could have watched one more clip or if I could have whatever so your awareness is heightened your um you know your Did study you like habits playoff games oh they're awesome there's so much more energy in the stadium like you, you just could feel fe it. you could feel it just driving up in the bus everybody's just on, you know, like you <laughs> yeah. can feel it, man. How about going to this Foxborough? Is, like this is our last, potentially our last ride. And I'm not letting anybody down. Like it ain't going to be That's me. That's how you Let's felt. go. Yeah. You know, like this, this is, you know, you got to, you got to be there for those big ones. And um, that was, God, that was good times, man. We had some good ball clubs, good battles too. It's weird how I remember a <laughs> Foxborough game. It was a night game. It was cold. And I remember the San Diego Fog game. That, that to me, is as big a win because you got to fly home in that game five hours on the plane. Yeah, I gotta, I, I've been slipping. I need to send, uh, who's my guy, Nate Kading, who missed all those field goals. In the, <laughs> yes. I, for, I 
got them off my Christmas list. I got to put them back. <laughs> <laughs> that guy helped us out big time. Okay, so we say it again. Pete Carroll is going to stay in the organization. That's what they're saying. Is it a contractual thing? Uh, Pete Carroll out in Seattle. It's been a bad so far. Ron Rivera, Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, Brandon Staley, defensive coaches. Um, I think Pete would take another head job. I think he's a very I'm young. I'm curious about that. I mean, people said years ago, you know, Nick Saban's going to go to TV. He signed like a seven-year deal. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is Nick has yeah. to recruit, Coach and he doesn't want to stop. He's a lifer. Well, all these guys he's are. Li- yeah, they're they're in it. He don't want to. And Pete care. Uh, Pete doesn't have to recruit. Yeah. Saban's like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving it up. You have to drag these college guys out, and yeah. they have to go on the road constantly. <laughs> Pete gets to sit in Kirkland in his office half the year. Uh-oh. All right, we got what a wild day. What a day. What a weekend. And do you compare this to March Madness? Yeah, what is wrong? It's six games, bro. That's all. <laughs> this is like the best weekend I of the agree, year. This is like the World games. Cup. Our World yeah. Cup. Yeah. J-Mac, out of here. What do you mean? Sorry, man. Jeez. March Madness. March Madness is incredible. Cool. It is, but it's, it's just, game this is like football, dude. This is like. Half the games are in the afternoon. Exactly. Afternoon sports. Hello. Come like, on. It's like day Team drinking. Man. It wears out real fast. It's not for day, Sanchez. I'm day so drinking sounds. Up. I'm so fired so up. For this weekend. Give me I an upset. Wait Give me an upset, weekend. Sanchez. Who you I got? I gave you two. Who? I gave you um uh well we said Rams isn't. Doesn't Texas count. That doesn't count. You say Packers. <sighs> I oh. kinda like the pack, dude. To win outright. I think they're a lot. I don't dog. know what the line is. I don't Seven know. Seven and a half. Ooh. I don't yeah, I'm I'm not touching that. <laughs> I'd suck at that. I gave you two. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great. But it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 